tuned in to Full Service Radio. Full Service Radio. Full Service. Full Service. Full Service. Full Service Radio. And there weren't special things for kids the way they are now. Like, we would just go see movies, any movie. Like, Back to the Future. That was a movie, like, everyone could see. Kids could kind of see it. Great movie, right? I rewatched it recently. It's a very weird movie. <laughs> Marty McFly is a 17-year-old high school student whose best friend is a disgraced nuclear physicist. <laughs> and I shit you not, they never explain how they became friends. The so-called Dr. Brown is dangerous. He's a real nutcase. You hang around with him, you're going to end up in big trouble. Oh, yes, sir. They never explain it. There's not, not even in a lazy way, like, hey, remember when we met in the science building? Like, they don't even do that. And we were all fine with it. We were just like, what, who's his best friend? A disgraced nuclear physicist. All right, proceed. Hello and welcome. Yeah. Yeah, I just blinked out. I don't know what happened. To the Sun Cinema Podcast, a weekly radio show that examines the highs and lows of the medium of film through the filtered lens of Washington, D.C.'s only art house cinema. I am Jason Cauley, I'm your host, and I am joined today currently by Ryan Hunter Mitchell. Hey Jason, and Hello. our special time-traveling guest. Jen Tisdale. Yeah, from, from five minutes from, from now. From, from the five future. minutes from Just now. got back from five minutes from now. Dave will be here shortly. He's handling he's, some business. He's in the past. He's in the past yeah. at the moment. <laughs> so if you didn't catch on. In the present, he's in the past. If you didn't catch on, we are uh, here to discuss Back to the Future. We're here to Primarily. discuss John Mulaney's take on yeah, Back to the Future. This is a, the entire episode, I believe, is about that 55-second clip? Yes. Okay, We're not just going to break that down second John, by yes. second. Okay. Yes. And, you know, I'm, I have to say, and I'm Dave, not feeling it. it. It's obviously remarkable. Like It's not just like everyone's fine with it. It's remarked on constantly. It's he. Yes, it's an odd thing that he's friends with this old guy, but well, it is well, ad- the absurdity is very addressed. As we sort of discussed earlier, the thing that everyone talks about more is is like the the mother thing. But well, sure. So, will you go ahead, Jamal? Play the second clip, and oh, we can we can just let, we can riff on it. Yeah, this will this will kind of let it go. What a strange movie <laughs> to sell to be a family movie. Two guys had to go in and do that. They had to be like, okay, we got an idea. For the next big family action comedy. All right, it's about a guy named Marty, and he's very lazy. He's always sleeping late. Okay, is he, is he cool like Ferris Bueller? No. But he does have this best friend who's, you know, a disgraced nuclear physicist. I'm confused here. This best friend, this is another student or, oh, no, 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 no. No, this guy's either like 40 or 80. Like, we, <laughs> even we don't know how old this guy's supposed to be. But one day, the boy and the scientist, they go back in time and they build a time machine. Whoa! Okay, I think I see where you're going here. They build a time machine and they go back in time and they stop the Kennedy assassination. Ah. Oh, wow, that's a really good idea. I mean, we didn't even think of that. All right, well, what do they do with the time machine? Well, now I'm embarrassed to say. 
all right, all right, all right. We thought, ah, we thought it would be funny, you know, if the boy, if he went back in time and, you know, he tried to fuck his mom. I don't know. We thought that'd be fun for people. But, no, no, good point. No, he doesn't get to. He doesn't get to. But because this family friend named Biff, he comes in and he tries to rape the mom in front of the son. The dad's got to beat the rapist off of her. And also we're going to imply that a white man wrote Johnny B. Good, so we're going to take that away from him. So there you go. Well, this came up the other day. Hey, David. He's Hi. back from the past. David came I'm up the other blast, day. We're talking blast from the past. Just pulled up from the I love that the, movie. The, the Silverstone vehicle with uh, Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. And I love Christopher Walken and Sissy Spacek. Mm-hmm. Great yeah. movie. Blast so you're here from the Blast from the Past hour. We've decided to talk about Blast from the Past. We're not doing Back to the Future anymore. All your favorite. been gone for 50 years. It's a good song. So wait, yeah. David... Uh, how'd the screening go on Saturday at Suns? Uh, I, th- I thoroughly enjoyed it. You know, we show... Right. I, I know that I... I Is this I, the first time you'd seen it on a medium screen? Uh, n- no, I don't think oh, so. So you didn't do what I did on October 21st, 2015, which is Back to the Future Day, which is say, go what's sit... The date? I will tell you. Which is sit in a movie theater for six straight hours alone and watch every movie back to back. I didn't. Back to back to back. Where did this happen? Where did where were? Oh, it didn't happen in a bustling metropolis. It happened in Crofton, Maryland, where I'm from. Okay. My mother dropped me off at the movies because I cannot drive. (laughs) And I felt like a kid again. Oh. Yeah, it was real cute. I enjoyed it. Um, I you know, I talked a lot about that night how we show a lot of older movies and I'm always kind of cringing for most of them because especially 80s. Yeah, can be pretty insensitive. Do you you have a problem with the rampant racism of, say, John Hughes, for example? We've already talked about this. We literally (laughs) just had this conversation (laughs) last week. Because 16 Candles just had the anniversary. Anthony Michael Hall was posting all about it because I follow him on Instagram. Obviously, we've met once. Uh, and were you like, he, it's cool. Were you? He was waxing like, poetic about everything, and I was like, remember that cool rape scene? Yeah. <laughs> what was that were about? Were you pawn off your girlfriend? That's cool. Yeah. <sighs> uh, so, but yeah, that was one thing. The Johnny B. Good thing is actually one thing that I uh, thought about when I was watching. It. I was like, this is. I was like, is that this is in- a joke? Is right? this intended irony that like Chuck Berry of all people? Because I just feel like rock and roll really stole from Chuck Berry. Like white rock and roll stole oh. particularly from Chuck Berry. Yeah. Or uh, from and many others. From, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a long list. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's get back to the fun parts of Back to the Future. Well, no, but that, that's what we were wondering. What like was it that seems that, that joke's not? kind of intended, or is it not that self-aware? Um, are you guys asking me as the resident Back yeah. to the Future yeah, that's expert? What you're here. It was the, the intention that's behind what that. You here. How did you introduce her? I missed that. Uh, nothing. Uh, she's from the. Past Pro- I was or from something. the future. Okay. Resident Back That's to the true. Future. Do you, I should probably give all my credits, my Back to the Future credits. Let's see. I've interviewed. Wait, tell him about the Mulaney thing first. Tell him, let's recap the Mulaney <laughs> thing for him. I'm going to hold on. They brought me here to do all of Mulaney's special. Um. <laughs> this is just going to be a memento episode where we're going to just keep on redoing <laughs> the, for the first yeah. couple minutes. Yeah, no, they brought me here uh, from the future because I'm a very big Back to the Future fan. Embarrassingly, to the point where I don't like to invite people over to my home because there's toys and hover <laughs> hoverboards and my dog's name is Lorraine Baines McFly and I have a tattoo and I don't know, man. I don't... <laughs> This is why I live alone. It's not because of my like anxiety or the fact that I'm a vigilant only child. 
She's single, gentlemen. That's right. So if your name is Marty and or McFly, <laughs> and I'm your mother. Just email the line hotel. Where's my son? I'm only dating my son. I'm so committed to the movie that I'm going to have a child just so I can date him. Um, too, too much? No. Maybe. No, no. no. I, I think don't. I, not enough? I don't think at all that's too so, much. So <laughs> you guys are screening. Can you tell me why you're screening Back to the Future now in a confusing May of 2019 date? Because as far as I know, according to the films, that's not a significant date. There's, there's dates in November. There's <laughs> yeah. dates in October. <laughs> that's fair. That you could screen the movies. So you haven't watched the fourth one? The one that I wrote? Yes. I have not. It takes re- place in May it, 2019. It, actually, it takes place in July of 1776. Mm. Wait, does it really? The one that I wrote in my heart. Oh, okay. We, I can t- we <laughs> no, can, we can talk about that. We can get to that. Let's just talk uh, about that one. Talk the about your heart. I, the movie that I, the movie that I, the fourth film that I've written. Everyone, talk about the movie that you've written in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, you first. <sighs> so anyway, Back to the Future. So we're watching. We're doing a lot of uh, everything comes in three this month yeah. in celebration of our three years of existence. At Sun Cinema. Oh, okay. That's fun. So, so that this was, was an easy trilogy. trilogy. I was yeah. going to bring it back to, to true crime for a second and be like, are we watching Paradise Lost, the documentary about the West Memphis no. Three? <laughs> but we almost no. could have. That one, but we were saying... Look at me. I ripped it back to my other interest. I'm a monster. I don't want to go on... I don't want to f- take your bait too much, but I did try to watch the Bundy thing and it's you'll, really boring, but gonna, I do like you're Paradise take Lost my bait by the same director. Joe That's Berlinger. It. You'll take my bait and you'll like it. Um, sorry, st- we're still thinking about that aggressive rape scene in both every John Hughes film and almost Back to the Future. Um, so I, I don't really quite know where to begin. I don't think anyone cares about why I like the movies. We could talk about some fun Back to the Future facts. Yeah, you were you saying something. Oh. Actually, no, you seriously, you brought up something out there like Crispin Glover, Crispin Glover. sued... Uh, yes. The producers so, on number two? Crispin Glover. Oh, because he wanted to get paid as much as... No, that's not what happened. Ooh. Yeah, give us the backstory. Sorry to talk over yeah. you. But We're talking tw- about number two, right? It's 2019, 2019 and women talk over men. That's what we yeah. do. Um, We're here so for it. So he did not return to the second film. I think that a part of that was that he didn't like the way the first film ended. He thought that it, the representation that... Marty's family seemingly being wealthier that that was a not a great message to send to people that money equates happiness I mean that is very on on message for 1985 Reagan years though very much so but also like Crispin Glover get off your high horse you were just in this time traveling movie where a boy and his mother almost had sex so let's you know pick our but your problem is let's pick our battles Crispin (laughs) Helian Glover Helian Glover so he didn't even with like they offered him a million dollars more to come back and he was like "Uh, no thanks Uh, I have to buy a house in the Czech Republic that is all over my own Instagram feed and I don't have time for that. Is it a house? It's a castle. Yeah. Hmm, Wait for that. So they had a mold of his face from the first film because of the age makeup. So what they did was they hired an actor who looked enough like him and they used the mold of his face. And that's also why in the second movie, God, am I boring everyone? No, no, this is good. I hope so. Uh, (laughs) If you recall, he's hanging upside down with like a back injury in the second film when they get to the future yeah. and right. and so I think they do that also to help like obscure obscure the fact that they did that and then of course Christian Glover was like mm, you can't use my likeness did he copyright his face mold his own face yeah you know what you have to do the second you're born is copyright your own fucking face yeah, and that's I've done it yeah. that's what I say to yeah, everyone out there who wants to create anything copyright your face it's 2019 no one Actually, has an excuse for not copywriting this, their own face you're, it's already out there if you, your facial recognition it's all over your face it's happening it's written all over your face so he sued the studio and it 
they settled for $760,000. So he almost got that million. That's kind of cool. But something that I discovered today is that that's not the lawsuit that they use for like precedence. It's referenced in, in similar cases, but one that's used as a precedence is when Vanna White sued Samsung because they used a Vanna White robot in a Samsung commercial. Oh, wow. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Can you even prove to me that Vanna White's not a robot? Yeah. No, no, you no, you cannot. So I think we could all ask Nelly. He did sit next to her first class. So... So anyway, so that's my favorite thing about that's my favorite Back to the Future two fun fact is that we never get to see him again. As a do you where do you like how do you rank the three, Jen? Is one, two, and three. Was it one, two, three? Is it one, three, two? Is it two, well, three? Well, there's different reasons why I like them all. The second one, it's so hard to do time travel in general. Yeah, right. And I think that a lot of people can agree that the scene in the enchantment under the sea dance in the second movie is pretty masterful in terms of, of, of what he has to do to avoid himself uh-huh. and, right. and things that they add to the second movie that they've seamlessly worked into the, for like as part of the first movie, yeah, like yeah. the sandbags falling on a uh, famed character actor, Billy Zane. Yeah. Shout out for Billy Zane, star of the uh, Tales from the Crypt movie, Demon Knight. I don't, know, oh, shit. I don't know what else he's been in. Zoolander. I'm pretty sure. No, I'm pretty sure it's just Demon Knight. Okay. Yeah. Great movie. <laughs> Not Titanic. No, I'm pretty sure it was just in Demon that? Knight. Okay. Cool. Down Periscope. No, I'm pretty sure just Demon Knight. Zane's on Down Periscope. I don't know, but I follow Billy Zane on uh, Instagram, and he loves turtlenecks. So maybe follow if you're into turtlenecks and the movie Demon Knight. That's the Instagram feed for you. Do he and uh, Michael Anthony Hall like each other's Instagram photos. Anthony Michael Hall. Actually, I don't know who actually, these are. Wait. John Hughes. I don't. Billy's eight. Well, that's not a John. Hughes So movie. your answer is you don't have an answer. No, I do have an answer. Uh, I would say for me, uh, a la a uh, Los Angeles area code, it's two one three for me. Oh. Because two is just. But what's weird for me, if you watch them back to back to back, I actually saw the third one in, in theaters, which is exciting. I was ten. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember crying when it said. Uh, I may have also. The end, like uh, after the second movie, it says to be concluded, and I remember bursting into tears. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I was just like, "That's it. That's gonna be it." And. Um, yeah, the thing that's a bummer is that between the first and second films, there's like five years, and um, Michael J. Fox, at that point, I think he knew he had Parkinson's. Not that that oh, has anything to do with anything, sure. but he was so much older looking if you watch them back to back to back. For wow. some reason, I find that, and they shot the second and the third film like immediately one after the other, boom, boom. Mm. Um, so I remember. Oh, that's I didn't know that. Yeah, they like because it was like eighty nine, ninety, and there was like we have to get these both out before Michael J. Fox looks even older. Yeah. We cannot wait another five years. He's not going to age well. It sounds like a nightmare to <clears throat> produce. Also, like you're in the future, and now you're way in the past. Yeah, I don't like the West. I'm not really sure we needed like why. Mm. I remember not liking it that much as a kid, but then I watched them like it, it as an me. adult, and I realized that the third one is pretty good. It's really good, but yeah. a lot of people are very uncomfortable with Doc Brown having a relationship. The love... Oh, the Mary Steen version? Yeah, they're just like, this man has to remain sad and alone and in love with his career mm-hmm. only forever. Um, his career. S- seemingly damaged by plutonium in some way. <laughs> who, who knows? Has to wear a certain kind of underwear, if you recall. Um, very sensitive to fabric. Um, and we need this man to die alone. We don't want him to uh, get in bed with Ted Danson's wife. That's not going to work for us. Does he have to be incredibly careful to not like unveil a lot of technology to the Old West? 
Like, that no, because do you remember inside of his, I like, I like saying, do you remember, like, this is a personal memory that I'm inviting you all to be mm. part of. Do you guys remember um, when Doc Brown was in the, uh, you know, he's in, he has his weird like barn slash, barn, yeah. slash uh, laboratory, lab yeah. and he has that giant machine that makes like the single cube of ice and right. no one seems to think anything of it. No one, <laughs> yeah. No one's like, that's wild. <laughs> I think the best part of that movie is them figuring out how they can get back to the future. The thrilling scene uh, with the horses and you know and the only time we see native americans is when they're trying to kill a white man and that's pretty classic for a western yeah and the 80s so 80s just in case Let's bring it back just in case you guys were worried that they weren't going to work in some casual racism ooh. right no they they came through i mean they had to compete with john hughes at the time i mean so you have to yeah he was definitely at the top of the old uh long duck dong pile <laughs> every time i said his name there was a gong Yes. He had to really double down. He was like, should we call him Long Duck Dong or should we have a gong every time they say his name? And someone was like, how about both? And John Hughes was like, that's a great idea. That's hilarious. How about both? So, Jen, I want to see how oh. your Back to the Future trivia knowledge holds the, up. The, I've got some flashcards. This is they are Back to the Future trading cards yeah. that are actually yours. They are mine. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to answers, read the title of the card okay. and show you the picture. Um, but I want you to... To one, describe the scene, but tell us what movie it's in. Are these all from? These the are same all from movie? the second one. Sorry, okay. I've well. tra- I, I traded all the ones from one and three apparently just for two. Let's see. Okay, let's let's do a family squabble. Now this I, is number forty nine. I, I feel anxious. Do you, do you recognize that picture? Family squabble. Don't look. Yes, at the back. this is when um, uh, Lorraine Baines now um, Tannen, because this this is from alternate 1985. They're in the penthouse of the uh, Biff's Casino, and we could talk about the Trump thing if you want. A lot of people like to talk about that as well when it comes to Biff and alternate 1985. And my fa- the favorite my favorite part about that scene is is when she like clutches her breasts because they are fake, and she was right. like, "You were the one that wanted me to get these things. If you want them, <laughs> you can have them." And I'd like to think that that's why I eventually got breast implants. Uh, my commitment to Back to the Future, this the trilogy, is so deep that. When I was 18, I got breast implants, and Did I have, Biff pay for I them? have, yes, actually Donald Trump paid for them. Yes, um, I have regularly clutched them and said, "If you want these things, you can have them," and in the hopes that <laughs> someone knows that I'm just being fun and flirty and not suggesting that they remove my breast implants from my body. Although that too. Well, this is uh, the past version <laughs> of that. This is Biff being scorned. Oh, this is right. She buys her prom dress, which I have a copy of hanging in my closet. Oh. For the, it's not the prom dresses for Enchantment Under the Sea. And that's when Marty McFly is hiding in his car because he's trying to get the Gray Sports Almanac back from Biff. So he's hiding in the car. It's right after Biff gets it out of the shop from the manure incident. Mm-hmm. And right, this is the first time old Biff, who had come from the future, uh, to give young Biff the Gray Sports Almanac, which is how we get to alternate 1985. Right. What does Lorraine say to Biff? Get your cooties off me. Biff oh, that's Tannen, the first one. I wouldn't be your girl even you if had you had a million, million dollars. dollars. And that's right. and then it's very convenient. <laughs> it's all very convenient. I think get your cooties off me is in the first one. Get your cooties <laughs> right. off me. Mr. Strickland takes aim. That's when he wakes up. That's when Marty wakes up in his home after, uh, and again, a little bit racist, the bad part of town. And then he crawl, Marty gets dropped off at his home after returning from... Uh, 1955 and he crawls sleepily into his window and there is a young black girl asleep. Oh, right, right. There's a now awkward Michael Jackson poster hanging in her room Ooh. and we discover that it's alternate 1985 but even more distressing slash racist is that it's a bad part of town and right. the window that he crawls into is a black family. Yeah. So really doubling down again. 
on racism. Back to the Future one was all right. <laughs> you, you just mentioned like four problems with it. Well, it just goes to the the fifties, which is already it's, yeah. Screaming. I mean, they have like at least they, they they throw you a bone with Mayor Goldie Wilson. They're like, uh, let's maybe this black. Oh over. right, maybe progress. Like, Ooh, progress. Yeah. I like the sound of it. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of Zane, is this he? I refer to him casually as Inzane in the membrane. Inzane in the brain. Yeah, that's Inzane in the bills. And that might be Casey Celesco, uh, but that's definitely Billy Zane. Henchman. Yeah, that's definitely Billy Zane in a cowboy hat. Um, and you know where else he wears a cowboy hat? In the hit film Demon Knight. Uh, it's Tales from the Crypt film uh, starring Billy Zane. <laughs> that's the only movie he's done. This is actually a, an actor that they used a mold of his face. How about... This 47-year-old guitar slinger. This guitar god, Marty McFly. Oh, is Marty McFly wearing the double tie, which looks like a nod to Japan, which is distressing because he works for a Japanese company? Like, does this not look like a little bit like the like his tie has, like, the rising sun on it? Oh, yeah. And he, uh... Oh, yeah. Th- this is right after I, he gets fired from doing something illegal with Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Needles. The Nihilist. Yeah, yeah, Flea. Yeah. Sounds exhausting. Yeah. yeah, which is great because they let Michael J. Fox play a guitar, but they didn't put a they couldn't put a bass in Flea's hands. Come on, guys, let's let him do his thing. Wait, so was Flea in Chuck Berry's? I'm what? Am, what Needles, is this movie about? Is he so, in the park? Needles doesn't appear until the second movie. I'm pretty sure we don't I see him at all. I in the saw him in the first. first. One, I, I don't think we see him at all in the <clears> first. I think and I'm just he's just hoping to he's see just him. a bully, and he uh, shows up again in the third one in the um, Rolls Royce incident where uh, this is yeah. Basically, he shows up and well, Marty goes to a Red Hot Chili Peppers concert, which is like exciting for me as a fan of the band. Suck my kiss. Yeah, it was actually called that's Point Break. The original movie was actually Blood Sugar Sex Back to the Future. <laughs> that was good. He and is not in Back to the Future one. He is only in Back that to the good. Future. Like and that. then they re, they renamed it Back to the Future. Oh, Flea from Suburbia. Okay, mission somehow the the episode, accomplished. No. Um, we're looking Look. at a newspaper <laughs> where the gang gets arrested. The best part of this, it's a USA Today, which I guess nobody could have predicted that USA Today wouldn't last because think about it. We're, we, we have still Today and USA, both things that still exist in these modern Wait, times. USA Today, was that so around 2015? I got, they, in 2015, so okay, so the, the, the fake copy of that newspaper is gained. USA Today is gone? I, 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 is it still around? I, I feel like it I might mean, who, still who, be around. If it is, who's reading it? I only read USA Yesterday. It's all the news that happened yesterday. This is an appropriate joke for what we're talking about. Thank you. Thank you. I think that if you guys just keep like acknowledging my jokes, it makes them more funny and less, instead of just like kind of, kind of letting them ride and breathe a little bit. Like if we just take them apart until they're not funny, it's what I prefer. Just so we're clear, USA Today still exists. Yeah, I was pretty certain. Okay, but when you open it up, doesn't like a Smashing Pumpkin song play? Is that what I've been? Kind of. Too much? <laughs> Well, it depends on if is that the, when they go back to. It depends on if today is the greatest or not. Is that the punchline? When they go back to 1979. Well, it, is it is now. Uh, is everyone enjoying that? Whew, that was close. Oh, so this has the main character Martin riding Martin. some manner of skateboard on a lake. Can you describe what's yes, happening in this? He scene? is riding a hoverboard, which he discovers because uh, he's a bozo. It stops the, working when he's bozo. Above those the things. Water. Those things can't go yeah. on water. Yeah. They only work with power. And then there's the one other Asian oh. man in the movie. And then a guy that's in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 6. Freddy's dead. Oh, man. Okay, so this I'm is here card to o- I'm here to only reference the uh, what movies other actors were in. And we talk about Elijah Wood. 
who's in Back to the Future 2. He's one of the kids who's playing the video games in, in Cafe 80s when Marty tries to show him how to play a shooter game. Another nod to the third film because he's playing like an Old West shooter game, which ends up right. helping him in the third movie, his ability to play video games. And you know what that says to us? You're right. Video games do, do. breed violence. Yeah. Exactly. That's the lesson that Back to the Future 2 and 3 teach us. Is I that would say video games are life-saving, perhaps. Okay. Wow. Okay, so a lot of moms out there who go to church <laughs> would disagree with you on that Who one. listen to our show. And I've got one of them in here <laughs> right now. All the church-going moms who are listening to the show right now. Karen, come on in. Let's <laughs> <laughs> bring her in. Anyway, so, yeah. So, so can we address the other thing that I, the, the, about the which movie is more weird? Can we do that? Is oh, it, what the, is oh there, we're going to get Freudian. Let's get Freudian, Let's right? get Oedipus oh, oh, in. Oh, here we go. I love this. Let's Oedipus all Oedip- over this. Let's get yeah. a little Oedipus-y. I like that. That's one too. of the new Burger King meals, right? The Oedipus-y? Yeah, I'm trying to do I thought that was one of the. Stuff. I thought that was the new Bond woman. What's, yeah. <laughs> wait, what's the Burger King Burger reference? King, they made their, their... Oh, this is great. Brands. You know how brands are entities now? Sure. Brands are people. And Burger King has this thing people of... Are they're like... Taking a swat at McDonald's over the Happy Meals, and they have like CGAF meals. meals. They have one that's called Pissed Meals. <laughs> that's the best. It's like, what? Is that I'm like not a, kidding. And I gotta they come tell you, these cool little there's boxes. Like, there's a certain so niche, don't give a fuck. niche batch of individuals uh, that I've probably seen on Craigslist who are gonna line up for those Pissed Meals. Totally. Thinking there is something in there. Mm. Oh, this is mm. the. The thing that's... I'd like the golden shower shake, if <laughs> yeah, I may. We should find the commercial, actually, if we can. I've got that's it. Probably oh, yeah. We should uh, put that Burger on Burger King spoofs McDonald's with not-so-happy meals. Yeah. I is mean... Is that it? So, <laughs> I, I don't know if that's... I don't know. That is it. That's that's exactly that should it. probably be in the epi- yeah. when your episode no, of um, Mac and Me. This, this yeah. thing? It's, it's one of those. Uh, when you guys do Mac so and they've me made all and the these other, you should actually do. Let me tell you how to run your podcast, if I may. A special episode of like you may like marketing movies, like how Wizard was like a Nintendo movie to unveil Super Mario Brothers three, which okay. I love. Or Mac and Me was like that weird McDonald's oh, movie. Like those are like that'd be like a. I'll come back for that episode. You know what? Let me just write it. We should do an episode where we just play Super Mario Brothers three. Okay, honestly, I'm here for that because I know where all the well, whistles are hiding. I do too. Okay. I think I think I could. Probably I just start playing it and it would see I don't need permanent growth I'm just become Tanuki and just fucking chill as a statue oh my god I'm done I don't need to finish that game (laughs) I don't need to do anything I accept the tension of this world can we just do it at Sun Cinema can we just have a night where we watch The Wizard and then we just play uh, like uh, Super Mario Brothers 3 as a tournament and then and then I'll unveil the Nintendo Power Glove which is also what they introduced in that film that film introduced two Nintendo products the Power Glove and Super Mario Brothers 3, which I was in theaters, and it has a young Jenny Lewis from, what's that damn band that, that she's band. in? Huey Lewis. Jenny, Jenny Lewis, Lewis in the, the news. news. <laughs> Bringing it all yeah. back around. I knew it. We, there okay. we go. All right. Oh, speaking of Huey Lewis in the news. Um, okay. Is it hip to be square? Well, yes and no. <laughs> Uh, there's two songs, obviously, in that movie. There's The Power of Love, but then there's the lesser talked about song, which is written for the movie, about the movie. You remember when like they used to write songs for movies and it was literally just mm-hmm. like the, the plot the of the story. movie in yeah. a song? And yeah. you're just like, wow, I don't have to see the movie now. I just listen. So it's called Back in Time. Oh. And if you listen to both of those songs, my favorite part of both of those songs, and probably every Healy Lewis in the new song, is the synth guy. He aggressively gets to play two chords only for every Huey Lewis in the new song. And it's just, dun, dun. And you just like, I like to picture him just like waiting for his like, dun, dun. 
Dun, dun. I mean, it's a cool thing. <laughs> Guys, the news is is that that guy did not do a lot of work. I'm finding the video. I've got it. Okay, let's add that on the it's, doc too. We'll play it. We'll, when this is all over, we'll play it out with Back in Time, Hugh Lewis in the news. Can, love- we, can we play it at 0.75? Speed, speed, <laughs> yeah. I, I play- think I already tested power of love after the watching it- the music. Cause dun, dun. I've been on this kick of finding like these sort of aggressive disco songs play it slower. on on YouTube, play and then at- if you like slow them down, can we play it at point eight? This grooves here. Just grooves it. Oh, yeah. Bringing it back. That'd be pretty good. So anyway, well, we okay. This is a uh, high school, uh, the band scene, the music scene where I grew up. There was this band called the Eighty Eighth Mark, and they were this like black metal metalcore band I wouldn't but be they were a back to the future reference really yeah the 88th mark that sounds like that sounds like 88th mark they were just trying to make it sound that like that sounds like like a mile marker where you probably found a body <laughs> is that yeah. not no it was back to the future it was it was kind of dweeby metalcore yeah it was cool yeah i was into it okay you know put that on the agenda the 88th mark so Do you call things the agenda mm, come on this is not why we're here. So we should we should talk about Back to the Future three though because I think there's nobody in the world who ever talks about it. All right, let's talk about it. Let's in the, go in depth. Um, I could the tell best you, western. The yeah, I would say. <laughs> well, okay. In terms of okay, here's what's fun Treasure about Sierra Madre here's or what's, Back to the Future. Here's what's fun three. about Back to the Future three that was upsetting about the first one is when they tried to attribute um, all of Chuck Berry's music or just Johnny Be Good to. Marty McFly, but at least in the third one, we the first like we get to hear Clint Eastwood for the first time, and people are like, and so like for the first like, so like now when Clint Eastwood is eventually born, he was already in existence. Oh, so we took funny. that away from like horrible Republican conservative Clint Eastwood in a fake movie that didn't happen. <laughs> Way to own the repubs. Got him. Yeah. <laughs> Show them. Just a bunch of lip tarts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That, that, you guys I, why do you like that we movie? We just took Clint Eastwood. Uh, well, I just remember thinking upon rewatching the second one that the second one was a little over the top. It was my favorite as a kid. Was definitely the There's second. There's a lot the of you go to a go, lot of places. Yeah, you go to a lot of places. Well, who doesn't want to go to the future when you're a kid? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, if they really knew what the future was like, they wouldn't. Yeah, that's <laughs> but true. at the time, I was very excited to do it. But you said like. Excuse me. You said like three. You had like lesser memories, and then when you rewatched, yeah, it, when I like rewatched, it, I liked it. But I'm saying rewatched it. This is still 14 years ago. It was just like oh, rewatching right. okay. it as an adult and being like, oh, you know what? Three is good. I, I think I it was a throwaway. I saw it at the drive-in when I was a kid, and right. I do think that my, uh, Michael J. Fox does a pretty good Irish accent, <laughs> and I will give him that. And uh, so does Leah Thompson. Seamus McFly. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I once interviewed uh, Leah Thompson, and instead of talking about Back to, the, Back to the Future, which I should have, I talked about how Some Kind of Wonderful is a beautiful feminist film. <laughs> Just not what I should have talked Wait, about. Wait, weren't we going to talk about how creepy it is uh, that... Uh, yeah, that I definitely his, wanted to, to address Marty the and fact his mom. that... Yeah. When I, when I was watching it, so we did a night at Sons. Uh, we did this show called Parental Guidance, where comedians would talk over movies, kind of like Mystery Science Theater. And one of them that I thought was good was Big, <clears throat> because in Big, it is sort of built in. Um, there is a comedic value to the fact that it is about um, Tom Hanks, who is actually a young boy who is 
now sleeping with this woman. Elizabeth Perkins. Elizabeth yeah. Perkins. Looks great. Who looks amazing. She looks yeah. great yeah. in great that movie. Yeah. She's, got the, she's got those good, and then, she's got those good real 80s boobs. And then at the end, <laughs> it's like he becomes a boy again, and she's like, oh, okay, well. After she dropped you. him off. Yeah. <laughs> right. like, well, well she, so. So the, the question was, what is the weirder <laughs> plot? line for a mainstream movie right was it big or was it back big to or the back future? to the future because back to the future is definitely about attraction with your to mom yeah 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 well 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 okay i guess the question is are you apologists are, well they're trying to avoid it in back to the future at least they're trying yes. to avoid it and it doesn't but i guess is the question are we true. talking about the scenario itself or the or the or the idea that people came up with these 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 scenarios so like are those just cocaine that's easy so like i'm more grossed out by the fact that someone came up with the back to the future idea like it sadly makes sense to me like oh 13 year old guy wants to and she was probably honestly in her late 20s which maybe doesn't make that much of a difference but like when you you know how when you're younger and you have no idea how old anybody is yeah i look at at, even now i look at those perkins i'm like i don't know how she was she 40 yeah, she's either twenty or forty. Yeah, I don't know. How, I, like Mulaney style, I have no right. idea how old she was. But Back to the Future, I think it's a little like the amount of times Lorraine actively hits on her own son, sees him in his underwear. It's written all over your underwear. Calvin. Like, how long were you looking <laughs> at his underwear? Or what? Where I? But how could she possibly think that it's her son? Of course not. Well, she figures it out when they kiss. Some some deep. Oh. Genetic, like some one of her DNA strands just went. Oh, hey, no, 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 no. I feel no, like no, I'm no. kissing my brother. It's like I guess oh. it doesn't make sense. And he goes, Oh, it's it makes very much sense. Yeah, I think the greatest <laughs> like, part of that movie, it, not the greatest part, in terms of their relationship, is when he realizes that all the things that his mother had been telling him about how she was younger he realized was the complete opposite. She drank, she smoked. Mm -hmm. I'll never be in a parked car with a boy is what she says to him before he goes back to the future when they're sitting around the dinner table and then lo and behold, here she is in a parked Mm -hmm. car with him. And if you want to like, you know, take that uh, like as a real lesson in life, just don't believe your fucking parents. They're liars. Your parents are lying to you. They're hypocrites. Don't listen to their (laughs) sanctimonious bullshit. (laughs) Go out there, sit in a parked car, steal their liquor and smoke. Yeah. That's my lesson for all I think the, the best our line, fourteen-year-old fan base. Is please heed my words. I thought the best line was when she, something like when when they're in the car and she's like, "Marty, you're beginning to sound like my mother," which I thought was just. And his mother was played know, by the woman who so played. So smart. He's like, the she's the mom. You know. <laughs> Marty, don't be such a square. Anybody who's anybody drinks, and I'm like, okay. Then I heard something about they put. Some, some they really put liquor in there when and he spit he, it out. And yeah. that's, that was like a real, so was uh, a real spit reaction. take from him because they had that no was a idea. Spit take. Mm-hmm. That's good. Classic. That's cool. Yeah. Spit take. <laughs> I feel like, uh, you know what I want a whole movie to be about is Uncle Jailbird Joey. Why was Uncle Jailbird Joey in jail? Why? Oh, what did he yeah. do to go to prison? Mm. How Get young- used to those bars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, never, he never wants to be taken up. He loves them. So like, I think the real <laughs> spinoff movie for Back to the Future should be the or, the, the origin story of Uncle Jailbird Joey. A dark series. And like, the dark, a very dark, like, s- deeply upsetting, like, Jarmusch-style film of, like, what happened to Uncle Jailbird Joey. Like, we never see, we just never. Crawls into a bottle. Like, when, when Marty gets back to the future, did it also help the extended family? Or is Joey still in jail? In which case, Marty, you selfish ass. Well, he's in jail still, but he has more money. <laughs> so it's all fine. that's the lesson we learned thanks to Crispin Glover who taught us that money makes everything better um, so what year did this movie come out 
Back to the Future, the first one? 1985. Yeah. So they were both, both to be fair, which is part you, of your You point. think it was a white-collar crime? No, Leah Thompson and Marty Mc... Sorry, and Michael J. Fox. It's okay, J. they're McFly. the same person. <laughs> Michael J. McFly. They were both born the same year. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're the 61. same age. Yeah. yeah, which is why. Well, and you know, the fun thing is to like look at how they're because now they are, are presently the pretty much the age they would have been in like the Two. future, and yeah. it's just like aging makeup is hysterical. Leah Thompson has never looked better. <laughs> like truly, has never looked better. She looks great now. Christopher Lloyd has looked the same since taxi. Yeah. Yeah. I would argue that he was like Benjamin Button style, born an old man, except he never got younger. Yeah. He just gradually lost his hair. He wears it well though. Faster. That's great. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I just recently watched. It's a shame he was never in demon night, but he was an angel in the outfield. He was an angel in the outfield. (laughs) That was good. Yeah. I'm flapping my wings. Ping pong guys. Helpful. Okay. I want to bring this up to a controversial uh, point right now. I want to, I want to take the gloves off. Uh, <laughs> the Nintendo Power the new, Gloves. The new Avengers movie like I, I addresses. It doesn't matter, it, but it, it 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 addresses Back to the Future. There's like a big premise <laughs> of it is that they're gonna have to go back in time, and I think they're like, well, that you can't do that because it changes the future. And then Ant Man says like, no, we just have to like not bet on any sports games and <laughs> like don't don't run into each other. Oh God, and just, I love Paul Rudd. Oh, yeah, and they're kind of like, are you basing this whole plan off of Back to the Future? And it's kind of, uh, but then the, they end up deciding that no, if you change the past, it'll split into a different yeah, reality. Alternate, you know, just like a Back to the Future. Or well, ev- is Back to the Future doesn't split, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it becomes alternate 1985. I mean, one could argue that both, like, they both existed concurrently, both the, f- the regular, I guess, 1985 See, I- and alternate 1985. Like, because remember that Jock Duck Brown draws the timeline. And he says that the first, the original timeline keeps going, and then the alternate 1985 timeline is is, is like split yeah. from the timeline. So for whatever reason, but, but which does is, it? Because well, wasn't that the whole thing? Like he didn't want to get said. trapped in in the alternate 1985. Yeah, that's what he, he says. To he says it was back to normal 1985. It's listen. Time travel is hard, and movies yeah. should never. But what address they do it. doesn't it. So they go back to change their current future? They have to go... They have to stop from getting... Yeah, Donald Trump. They have to stop... How many versions of the present but if that, if future that, are there? If that version is going to keep on existing, I mean, here's the bigger this question. This is the exact conversation yeah. I, that guess, I did not want to get. I guess. To. Well, this is no. We're we're in it now. I guess the question is, what alternate realities were created from the first film? Because is it just because something like wholly negative happened, and that's also subjective? Like Biff is bad, sure, but you know yeah. what? What by Marty going back to 1955? What weird alternate 1985 move like timelines were created from that adventure? Exactly, you're just creating more. Alternate oh, I know timelines. the one where there's there's no white people making, you no know, black people making music, and it's just all white people making Chuck Berry songs. That's the alternate yeah. movie. There's an alternate 1955 where Chuck Berry didn't make any great music, and we took that away from him. That's probably the one, which is depressing. See, I thought Back to the Future tries to act like it's all on one timeline. It does, but but if you if you look at Back to the Future two, then we and we apply the rules that were created in Back to the Future two. I can't believe I'm talking like this. That's Everyone not, has turned off their dorkiest. Sorry, if you so apply the rules from Back to the Future two to the original Back to the Future, then you one could argue that multiple alternate 1955s were probably created or 1985s. What about Lost? <laughs> Can anyone explain the end? I've never seen an episode of it. I've never seen it at all. There's a plane. 
Don't they time travel? I don't know. I was going to say, I, I couldn't remember that Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie. It's oh, also Looper. About Looper. Looper is good. Looper, where they like, oh, where they make his note. Like oh, I don't like it at I all. once interviewed Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I saw Gordon it at the theater. I thought it was horrible. It was like oh. talking to a vanilla-scented candle. He was quite terrible to talk to. And it was IRL. Like, he had two different socks on. And I said, oh, why do you have two different socks on? And he said, I don't know. And I was like, boy, this interview is going to be great. <laughs> yeah, fucking vanilla candle. So excited. To talk to Joseph Gordon, 500 Days of Snooze. You mean? <laughs> That's also a time travel movie where it's like uh, Groundhog Day. Actually, one could argue, well, we can't get into it. We can't get into Groundhog oh, Day. Let's do Groundhog Day, too. Let's just talk we just, about we just, just, That one makes more sense. Okay, but. <laughs> Jason is visibly uncomfortable. We have to stick to Back to the Future. Have we addressed? I think we've addressed. We've addressed just it enough. All. Just enough of it. <laughs> yeah, what else should we leave? Uh, what should we look forward to in Back to the Future 2 and 3 since we just screened Back to the Future? And there is a new Back to the Future movie coming out, right? In my heart. Do you want me to the tell you the plot? In, in I'll a tell different you. timeline. Okay, wait, wait, there's not a new Back to the Future movie? In my heart. I'll Potentially. Jen's writing. I'm just going to tell you the plot right now. Just Every time s- I go on YouTube, I see this trailer for Back to the Future 4. Is that like a commercial for something? Is yeah, it a joke? For a movie in my heart. So... Is there a new... No, there's not. There's not. There's not. Both Bob Gale and Bob Zemeckis, all the Bobs, have said they they will never let that happen. Okay. Um, Now, of course, Steven Spielberg... So they're going to do a prequel. Steven Spielberg, I remember, made Kingdom of the (laughs) Crystal Skull because, and I quote, they had been waiting for the perfect script and that was it. So one one could argue that Steven Spielberg doesn't know what he's talking about. Um, So, Back to the Future 4. There is something to think about in terms of the DeLorean. Can it travel through space and time? So time, yes, but also space. So, like, some people say that it can. So, in other words it will always end up in California or can you send it somewhere else in time, a different location? That's a thing that there's a lot of people that talk about mm-hmm. that. What's canon? In the, like, cause there's well, also like, where does it go in the, for in, all the true heads? Where does right it now? go in it's between the B- BTTF heads in between it being present and, and the, you know, like in, in, uh, in Bill and Ted, for instance. Oh, they travel you know, through they the telephone tra- wires? telephone wires. Did you guys see that the third one is finally happening for no. Bill? Yes, they made an official announcement on a video recording both Alex Winters and Keanu Wait, Reeves. It's them, I think, Alex Winters and who's the, the other guy? Hollywood Keanu, <laughs> John Wick, Reeves. Yeah. Theodore Logan. Eve St. Laurent's new model. Theodore Logan, and it's starring Hugh Jackman. Um, in the new the- Ted Theodore Logan movie. No. So that is a question. I get it. For Back to the Future people that t- they talk about a lot. Because you're kind of limited to only showing up in California ad nauseum, which can be a little boring. Sure. Because, like, you say... Because, okay, uh, let me just break this down. You really do have quick. all of time in, to play with. In though. the first Maybe Back to the beach. Future, when, Chris, when Doc Brown is saying, giving Marty date examples, he remember right. he says, you could see the birth of Christ... December twenty fifth zero 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 zero, which right. where my where my Catholic heads at, they know that's not the real day, uh, April. Um, and then of course you could see the signing of the Declaration <laughs> April 20th. of twentieth. Four twenty. Jesus was just Jesus and Hitler, um, and probably Billy Zane, the star of Demon Knight. Um, but yeah, or you could see the signing of Declaration of Independence. But this is all contingent upon the idea that the the car can go both through time and space, because it only ever shows up in the same place in California. So right. how are you gonna get? Well, that's where the f- clock tower is? How are you going to get over to Philly for that signing of the Declaration of Independence or into the uh, cradle of civilization for the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, oh. is the argument. Yeah. Now, So it never does that in any of the three films. It, it, it never leaves it, California. It always shows up in wherever it is. Because remember, they have to drive out to the desert in the third film because Doc didn't want Mar- the 
to like go back to the old west he was afraid he would show up somewhere wild and crazy and he was like we just need there to be an open space because this is where you're going to end up so mm. that's the big question for all my future heads can the DeLorean move through space? So, in time? your treatment, in my the movie Back to the Future Four, in my heart, it has to move through space. Okay. So, so y'all just DM me, slide into those DMs. Can you give us like a taste of what I Back to the Future Four is, looks like? I will try to. Okay, so, oh God, no, it's so hard. I'll try to make it as short as yeah, possible. Yeah, give us the two-minute version. In, give us the elevator pitch. Remember how he gets back to the old West accidentally because the uh, the uh, circuit time circuit board has uh, is broken mm-hmm. and like it kind of like fritzes out to 1885. Right. So in this movie, uh, it's Marty's children end up going back in time, and they. Um, Accidentally, so the, like because Doc Brown entered July Fourth, seventeen seventy six, as a possible date, the children steal the time machine before Biff takes it back in Back to the Future Two. Okay, remember because his children are played by himself, which is right. thrilling. And Michael J. Fox actually has children that age that they could play in this movie. <laughs> anyway, so they act, they they take the DeLorean and they go back to seventeen seventy six and they ruin the signing of the Declaration of Independence. And the, the, the tagline is, if you thought ruining your own birth was a problem, what if you ruined the birth of a nation? Ooh, and like so it. Doc Brown could be like Ben Franklin, what? This is not a bad movie. This is good. This is I not. already like it. Also, Birth of a Nation, not a great movie, so maybe I should work on that tagline. But, Either one. But that's yeah. the, pur- the premise is, instead of having to fix your own birth, what if you had to fix the entire the birth of the entire Wait, country? Howard Zinn that's a great premise. Right. Really, Jason? Yeah. Thank you. I'm ignoring aggressively David and Ryan. Who I just didn't say did- anything. Anyway, that's the premise. I love it. Thank you. It's been copyrighted, so like nobody listening to this, my, my three fans, please, All right. please don't write it. Let's go back in time. Uh, you want to play us out? Thanks, Jamal. Uh, thanks, Jen, for being here. Yeah, it was thanks, great. Uh, I hope you can Listen make it back to the, to the future the in time. Guy. Oh, God damn it, David. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Well, funny things happen when you <laughs> transcend time. <laughs>